live from Cape Town. This is the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. قلب سليم. Sound Heart. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome back to Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. If you've just tuned in, I'm Taslima Ali and I'm with you until 4 today, inshallah. We are going to be doing a program based on the book titled Clarification of Noble Character. It is a book written by Sheikh Habib Umar bin Hafiz and we look forward to being in the company of Mawlana Abdurrahman Khan who is the director and founder of Darul Turath al-Islami. Remember that we are in your company every day from Monday to Thursday between 2 and 4 p.m. So do tune in to Voice of the Cape for an absolutely beautiful and spiritual month and welcome to our series Clarification of Noble Character. The program is based on the book Clarification of Noble Character, a book written by Sheikh Habib Umar bin Hafiz. We welcome our special guest doing the commentary and explanation, Malin Abdurrahman Khan, director and founder of Darul Turaf al-Islami, who joins us in studio. Today we'll be discussing forbearance. Bismillah. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. Wa sallallahu ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. All praise belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the traces of blessings upon his noble messenger Sayyidina wa Mawlana Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So we continue with our reading and comment on the great work, the clarification of noble character by our teacher Al-Habib, Umar bin Muhammad bin Sani bin Hafid. And today's lesson, which is lesson number six in the book, reads forbearance. And uh, forbearance essentially is all about self-control. How a person handles his anger at a time when something uh, difficulty, when he faces something difficulty. So our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam really praised the quality of forbearance. He sallallahu alaihi wasallam said in a narration transmitted by Al Khatib and Daylam and Imam Suyuti and others, the one who is forbearing, the one that has this quality of forbearance, is almost a prophet. So forbearance is a quality that raises the one who possesses it in status above his peers. It is so great a quality that true knowledge cannot be attained without it being first established. So forbearance is a re- really a, a branch of, of patience. Patience in the face of a calamity. Patience in the face of uh, a difficulty. Our Prophet Muhammad wasallam, when he described the essence of patience, he attributed and explained the essence of patience to be forbearance. When he wasallam, said, إِنَّمَا الصَّبْرُ عِنْدَ صَدَمَةِ الْأُولَى Patience or forbearance is only when the calamity strikes. In other words, when the calamity strikes, that's the time when a person needs to maintain his anger, maintain his cool, maintain his or her control and not lose themselves. One of the beautiful statements that the person should be making at the time, especially when it's a calamity, taught to us in the glorious Quran, uh, as well as on the tongue of the Prophet Muhammad wasallam, is merely to recite, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un. In another narration, the Prophet Muhammad wasallam, he said to a companion, after a companion came to him and said to him, Ya Rasulullah, O Sini, give me advice. The Prophet ﷺ said, La taghdab, do not become angry. The man requested for a second time, Ya Rasulullah, O Sini, give me advice. And the Prophet ﷺ again said to him, La taghdab. And for the third time he came and said, Ya Rasulullah, give me advice. The Prophet repeated again, La taghdab, do not become angry. So forbearance is about controlling one's anger, right? Uh, 
the, this person, when he requested from the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam this advice, he came from both sides, from the right of Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the left. And on each occasion, the Prophet said, do not become angry. And then the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said that, uh, woe unto you, do you not understand? I told you not to get angry. And that's the, the scholars they deducted from the meaning of do not get angry is that do not act upon your anger. Control yourself when anger seizes you and furthermore channel your anger in accordance with the teachings of the sacred law. Anger is a quality, our scholars and Imam Ghazal and others explain that anger is a quality that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala instilled within all human beings. And anger is not something that can be uh, 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 eradicated altogether. But rather what the Sharia requires of us is to redirect anger away from difficulties and calamities and challenging situations and to redirect that anger by of example when a person needs to uh, perhaps we don't have the holy war uh, in this current era that we are living right uh, a, a jihad or a holy war can only be called by a valid qadi a valid judge that belongs to a valid islamic uh, country uh, and many of the scholars question most of the wars that are taking place today but in the wars that were fought by the Messenger Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, redirecting your anger would be redirecting it into warfare or, or anger when somebody breaks the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa taala. Redirect your anger to disobedience, but don't uh, display anger when a calamity befalls you or when somebody acts uh, in a bad way to you. We read in the example of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam previously that uh, the Jew came up to him and shook him by his clothing and said to him that uh, you pay back your debt, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, because you, the Banu, Abdul Muttalib, are known to be bad debt payers. And how the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did not reciprocate. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did not become angry at the face of this Jew who just shook him and accused him and requested him to pay a debt back that was, still, or that, that was only to expire three days from now. But the Prophet smiled. The Prophet smiled at him and smiled at Umar radiallahu ta'ala and these are beautiful examples from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam of forbearance and so we commented and spoke and began with this particular uh, lesson of the clarification of noble character that is lesson 6 forbearance and we said that the essence of a forbearance is for one to control his or her anger at the time of difficulties or calamities and that forbearance which translates into Arabic as hilm is something that one should have at the time when that calamity befalls one. Uh, uh, it's narrated in a hadith that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes his servant stand before him on the day of judgment, it will be said, arise those whose reward is due directly from Allah and enter Jannah. And then the question will be asked that who are those who are to receive the reward directly from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And the response will be, they are those who forgave others. So people wronged him, but yet they controlled the anger. They did not re retaliate. They maintained the coolness and they practiced forbearance. And they are the people that will receive the reward directly from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We made the example of our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and how the Jew by the name of Zayd ibn Sun'ah came and acted harshly with the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Forbearance is not to allow one's anger to control oneself, but rather to control your anger, to suppress your anger and act the way the Messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did with this Jew. And this of course led the Jew eventually to become Muslim. When he, said, when he went to Sayyidina Umar ibn Khattab to the Baytul Mal where Umar was instructed to pay him back, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told Umar to give this Jew an extra saw, which is approximately three kilograms of dates. When he gave the man three kilograms of dates, the Jew asked him that, why are you giving me these dates? 
Sayyidina Umar radiallahu replied by saying that the Prophet sallallahu instructed me to give this to you because of a threat that I made because Umar threatened to kill the man and then this man he said to Sayyidina Umar do you know who I am and Umar radiallahu anhu replied saying I do not know who you are he said my name is Zayd ibn Sun'a a famous rabbi among the Jews and from the first day that my eyes fell upon, upon the face of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam, I saw within him all signs of prophethood except two things and that was hilm, forbearance and uh, I've witnessed this forbearance in the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam today وَلَا يَسْبِكْ يعني, uh, he's, he's, No matter how ignorant you act towards him sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he only increases in forbearance. I've seen forbearance in Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam today and I be witness that there is no God but Allah and that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is the messenger of Allah. One of the great grandchildren of the messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the great scholar, Imam Ali Zainul Abidin, who of course was the son of Sayyidina Hussein radiallahu ta'ala an, who was the son of Sayyidina Ali ibn Abi Talib radiallahu ta'ala an, who akarramallahu wajha, as well as the son of Fatima al-Batul al-Zahra radiallahu ta'ala anha, who was the daughter of Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Imam Ali Zainul Abidin embodied the qualities of his grandfather sallallahu alayhi wa sallam on one occasion, one a slave girl dropped a water pitcher on his son who was still a young boy and his son died immediately. So this is a very serious situation. And uh, today if I many many people today they have someone working for them and if that servant was to drop tea or spill tea on the table, never mind his clothing, he becomes upset. If it's on his clothing even more upset. You know, how can you be so clumsy? How can you Yes, a slave girl dropped a water pitcher on the son of Imam Ali Zainul Abidin and he passed away. So Imam Ali Zainul Abidin looked at her and she quoted the verses of the Quran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes the muttaqeen, the people of taqwa. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, subhanahu wa ta'ala said about him, الَّذِينَ يُنْفِقُونَ فِي سَرَّائِ وَالْكَاظِمِينَ الْغَيْضِ She said Allah described the people of taqwa by those who suppress and restrain the anger. So immediately Imam Ali Zainul Abidin, after losing his child due to a mistake of a slave girl, he said, I have restrained my anger. And then she continued reciting the verse, uh, And those who pardon people. And he responded by saying, I have pardoned you. And then she continued reciting the verse to the end, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described the people of taqwa saying, Wallahu yuhibbul muhsineen, and indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves those who do good. And Imam Ali Zaydul Abidin responded by saying, I have set you free for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So immediately at the time of calamity where he just lost his child, his immediate response suppressed his anger, pardoned the slave that committed this mistake against, transgressed, one may say, against his son, and thereafter set her free for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet sallallahu said that there is no gulp greater in reward in Allah's sight than the gulp of the one swallowing his anger for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And lastly, Rasul sallallahu said, and we break after this for an ad, if someone contains their anger when they are able to vent it, Allah fills their hearts with peace and faith. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us, all our listeners, to control our anger and adopt this beautiful quality of forbearance. Wa sallallahu ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala wa sahbihi We'll now continue with the chapter on forbearance, inshallah. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim wa sallallahu ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala wa sahbihi We concluded with a beautiful example of Imam Ali Zainul Abidin and it reminded me of another beautiful incident in his life. 
And it's very important for us as believers to constantly recollect and speak about the lives of the pious, the lives of the saints of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, especially the family of the Messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Al-Imam Ali Zain al-Abidin, of course, being his great-grandchild. Al-Imam Ali Zain al-Abidin, on one occasion, he was praying, a traveler came into his city, and the traveler came and he had a bag of gold coins, and he found himself accommodation, and he locked his gold coins up in his accommodation, went to go and pray in the masjid. When he reached the masjid, he joined the salah. After the salah, he thought that he brought his gold coins with him. And then he noticed that somebody stole the gold coins from him. When everyone left the masjid, the only person that remained behind praying salah in the masjid was Imam Ali Zainul Abidin. And he would pray very long raka'at, and he used to be excessive in his worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The man then accused Imam Ali Zainul Abidin of stealing. So he said to him while he was in prayer, Oh, you praying at the back, I know you stole my money, you can stop faking your salah, end your salah and give my money back to me. Al-Imam Ali Zainul Abidin heard this, completed his salah, and told the man that, Yes, I will give your money back to, me, to you, come with me to my home. Al-Imam Ali Zainul Abidin went, went to his home, went into his home and asked the man how much gold coins were stolen from him and he gave the figure and he placed it in a pouch and gave it back to the man. The man took his money and went off. When he arrived at his apartment, he found that the, his pouch with his gold coins was safely in his apartment. And then he asked himself, who was this man that I accused of stealing my money? And then this man gave me a pouch of, with, of gold coins. And he then went three steps back trying to find the home of this man until he found the home. And then when he asked people outside that who lives over here? And they responded to him saying that this is the grandchild of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Imam Ali Zainul Abidin. He began crying and he said to himself, is there no one else that I could have accused of stealing my money than the great grandchild of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? So he came knocking on the door of Imam Ali Zainul Abidin crying and apologizing and saying, I'm so sorry for accusing you and I had no idea that you are the great grandchild of the Messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Here is your money, please take it back, I found my money in my apartment. Imam Ali Zainul Abidin then smiled at him and took, said to him that we the Ahlul Bayt, when money leaves our hands, we do not take it back. Take that money for you as charity, as for forgiveness. I have forgiven you from the very moment you accused me of stealing your money. And that's forbearance. And not only this is this forbearance, but this moves over into our next chapter, which speaks of Samaha. And Samaha translates as magnanimity. And magnanimity is about not just practicing patience but showing the person how you can be better in the face of someone doing an injustice to you or wronging you or transgressing against you 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 interact with that person you're the better person in the situation so you interact with him with kindness you interact you interact with him with generosity so he's showing you he's showing you harshness and you're showing him kindness he is swearing at you you're smiling at him and this is the quality of magnanimity, one of the qualities of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We mentioned previously that anger is something that is uh, supposed to exist in a believer, but that anger should be channeled in the right direction. The Messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, it is written about him in the books of Shama'il, that he never ever became angry no matter how somebody ill-treated him. However, when the law of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was broken, the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam became extremely angry. angry. So, I want to read the advices of Sayyid Habib Umar in this regard, directly from the clarification of noble character, so that uh, his words may reach our hearts and so that we may get a proper understanding of what is being conveyed. He said, may Allah be pleased with him, the benefit and purpose of anger is to motivate the believer to defend the sacred law. 
Without the existence of this anger, the religion could not be defended. Anger is a present in human nature. Anger is present in human nature for a purpose known to Allah. The sacred law channels anger in the direction which Allah loves so that the religion of Allah is protected. You know, this is the essence of what Sayyid Habib Umar shares. The Prophet and we conclude with this before we end today's show, the Prophet gave us very practical steps how to control our anger. He said if a person is afflicted with anger while standing or while running, he should walk. And while walking, he should, he should sit, he should stand. And if a person is afflicted with anger while standing, he should sit down. And if he's sitting down, he should, should lay down. And that's the Prophet taught us how we can get rid of anger when anger uh, 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 afflicts us. In another narration, the Prophet ﷺ told us that anger is from the devil. And the devil is created from fire and water extinguishes fire. So if one of you were to become angry, then what he should do is go and perform hudu. And that's when a person feels a extreme sense of anger within him. One of the advices from Rasul ﷺ is to go and perform hudu. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us again to control our anger. May Allah O oh Allah, bless us in the words of Habib Umar with forbearance and fill our hearts with the light of knowledge. Make us amongst the guided ones who guide others and give us the ability to do what you love and what gives you pleasure. Ameen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Well, this is Mawlana Abdurrahman Khan doing the commentary and explanation of the book Clarification of Noble Character by Habib Umar bin Hafiz. The book is available at Darul Turath al-Islami and Timbuktu uh, Bookshop. Well, from myself to Slima Ali, well, mashallah, it's been an absolutely amazing afternoon in your company, Uncle Bun Salim. I need to say shukran to Mawlana for joining us on VOC 91.3 FM and for all of that wisdom. Have a delightful afternoon and absolutely beautiful iftar to keep us in your du'as. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Sound